Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 1 Episode 8, it is called The Battle. So, full spoilers for the episode as always. So this episode delves into Picard's past a little bit, also brings back the Ferengi. Um, yes, it's the, the backstory episode. Yes. Uh, we say that as if it's only just be one, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of Picard's backstory we're going to get to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but this is the first main one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's very specific though. It's like one specific thing. It's just the one specific yeah. incident, um, which is this this encounter that happened with the Ferengi vessel about ten years ago, whatever it was, um, on the Stargazer, which was Picard's ship at the time, and he was captain, and he did a maneuver that is now referred to in the academy as the the, the Picard maneuver, uh, where he w- made the ship go 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 to warp speed right in front of the other ship. The idea being that because it was in warp speed at such a close distance, it appeared as if the ship was in two places for just a second, and the ship fired on the other, you know, the 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 the, the after image, if you will, of the of the stargazer, and yeah. then they swept in for the kill. Um, Doesn't really make sense to me this maneuver. Go on. I mean, like you said, it's an after image, so that's where it was. Then you see it appear in the second place because. I assume the point is they're confused and they have to decide which one to shoot at. It's a 50-50 choice, right? Not, oh, they're already targeting that one, but we've gone. Mm-hmm. Why Why would you just not target the newer one? Well, it's only a second. I assume it's such a, a quick thing that it is more just they're already targeted on the other one as opposed to... Oh, I, I felt like there was dialogue in this that implied more, oh, it's a, it's, you know, it's a 50-50 chance still. But, I mean, maybe I'm yeah, I've got the impression it. that it's long enough where they have to decide. Because like, I feel like you would just go for the newer one if it was a decision. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, but, uh, so, uh, that's how I read it, anyway. Uh, but Picard starts getting kind of ill. He starts getting headaches early on. And there's some weird... <laughs> at one point, they, they imply that headaches are very rare now. <laughs> like, because Crusher's like... Uh, a headache captain he's like yeah it's a headache sure you know what a headache is well yeah i do but i don't really count on them that much and i'm like yeah it, it goes beyond implication there's a point where they, you know where she goes straight says no people don't get headaches anymore that if they do there's something seriously wrong with their brain oh yeah that's later in the episode though i, I always you always do this i always go through it in the order that they present the information to you it depends on the information when it's something like oh you know they imply headaches or not but you know you know something like that you just go to what it is no no, no. the plot itself fine <laughs> i'll do it my way all right i'll do it my way no you're way shit shut up carl's been drinking if he seems like he's a bit tetchy i have not been drinking <laughs> the audio people who aren't seeing That's this not beer. He just took a swig of a giant ball. Um, it's not a giant ball. It's a standard-sized ball. It looked big on the camera. It's a normal ball. It looked bigger than a normal ball. It's it's a 500ml standard ball. So you admit it exists. Case closed. All right. Um, no, I mean, I admit there is a bottle there. So I didn't say what the bottle was. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. You're completely sober right now. There's no no... No trickery going on here. Um, but anyway, so he's getting headaches and they're getting worse, and it's kind of weird what was happening to him. He even accidentally calls, uh, you know, one of the crew. Like, uh, what was it? What was the name? It was like Vlad or something like that. It was like one of his old crew members from the the Stargazer. Uh, yeah. the V. It was definitely a V name. But um, and it's like, okay, what's happening to him? And the Ferengi are kind of like they go on comms. They're meeting with him, and like 
yeah, we'd like to like discuss a discuss a thing. Can we cut? You know, we can come to your ship. We can come to our ship. And Troy's very, you know, I sense some some treachery get on here, Captain. Yeah, I feel like that's all she ever does. And he's like, okay, we'll have it here then, so we can control the situation. And they come across. Probably my favorite part of this episode actually is when the lead Ferengi guy is like, oh, we've got a present for you, and because because they. Because they, they, it's actually Wesley says, oh, there's a, there's a reason there's a ship coming in, you know, off, off you know, whatever side of the ship. And LaForge is like, oh, he's right, there's a, there's a small ship here. And it turns out it's a present for Picard, it's the Stargazer, because it was lost. They had to abandon it at some point uh, years yeah. ago. And he says, oh, we're going to give you this to you as a gift. And the other two Ferenger behind him keep going, like, a gift? What, no what charge? What are you talking about? No charge? Yeah. Not selling it? What? This is disgusting. <laughs> like their reactions were kind of cracking me up during this whole scene. It is particularly because I feel like we've all been in shops where there's you know the shopkeepers kind of like that, whereas like yeah yeah all the, like like come on pay up. <laughs> like even when you you've not you know you're not even you know there yet you kind of decide they're like come on pay, you know, I'm just trying to rush you through, mm. and, and it, it, I got the same attitude from this Ferengi of, of like come on. You, yeah. you, you've got to pay. I don't know why he's giving you it for free. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, their entire thing being, like, you know, like, their, their entire culture is based around um, commerce, right? Like, that's yes. something we set up in the last time we met them. Um, and they're also still surprised that, that women are clothed uh, on the starship. Um, yeah. If anything, if the only joke there that I didn't like was uh, where they said, oh, that's interesting, and then Raker sort of smirks and goes, yes, they're very interesting. I'm like, all right, okay, calm down, Raker. <laughs> Calm down. Move a bit far. Um, but, yeah. Uh, actually, do you know what I really like in this episode? I like that Wesley, when he comes to tell uh, Jordy about the ship, right? Mm-hmm. He comes up out of the bridge and he tells him, and it turns out to be true, but when Picard comes in and finds out about it, he turns around and says, hey, Wesley, why didn't you just call that over the comms? Why did you have to come up out of the ship? And he just outright calls him out and says, no, you wanted to be on the on the bridge because you knew the Ferengi were coming and you wanted to be here. You may have jeopardized this because if that was a hostile vessel that was sneaking up on us, it would have been too late to do anything about it. And your own uh, selfishness, essentially, would have gotten his hit. So I was like, yeah, give it to him, Picard, give yeah. it to him. Yeah, keep that little bastard off the bridge. <laughs> keep him in line. Um, it was just that. It was just it was such a thing where, like, I thought it was a well done piece of writing because it felt the sort of thing you do as a kid where you would go somewhere and you knew you could do it another way but you did it in a way because you wanted to be there for something else you know like that certainly makes me think of childhood like i remember pulling shit like that not about this specifically i was never on a ship i was gonna say this would be very specific <laughs> yeah but oh uh, you make sure even in school you'd make sure you were standing in the right place because you knew that would mean you'd get to i don't know go first in the queue or something i don't know like you know i'm trying to think of something sure. simple uh, but it, just, it played it played very natural to me. But at the same time, it was also you know fun to see Picard tell him off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll give him all that. Uh, so yeah, so basically what it is is the Ferengi, the lead Ferengi, not all of them, just the one, the Captain Ferengi. He has got this this tech, this orb thing, and he's 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 using it to give Picard these flashbacks of what happened and give him the headaches and ultimately try and make him like think he's in that situation again, so that Picard will eventually be on the Stargazer. And actually think the Enterprise is the mystery ship and fire upon the Enterprise. It's a very convoluted plan, this. It's very convoluted. Uh, and once they found the the, the the Stargazer, some of the stuff got beamed onto Picard's you know, quarters 
and one of the orbs is there, which you know is when things really start to ramp up. Conveniently, that was one of the things they chose to beam over, right? That the chest that happened to have that in it. Yeah, yeah, um, and I, I guess it makes sense. Not, not. I mean, that's convoluted, but I, I'm, I'm just saying. I guess, I guess it makes sense in that the headaches were kind of minor at first. The stargazer comes in and gets close to get worse, and then once that's on the ship and he's quarters, it's like okay, they get really bad, you know. Yeah, that that makes sense to me. Don't get me wrong. Just questioning the, the fact that they chose to pick that specific object. To, oh, here we'll we'll take that back for you. <sighs> It's, it's, I don't know, it's a chair. I mean, I, I did kind of like the scenes of Picard on the Stargazer for the first time, kind yeah. of reminiscing and, like, you know, wiping dust off. And, you know, he has this attachment to the ship, which is kind of sweet. It's kind of got that, you know, you get the slow version, the main theme plays. There's, there's some mm-hmm. things to like in here. What did you think of the episode overall? I usually ask that at the start. I forgot to. What, yeah, did, the, did you like it? I like a lot of the ideas. Mm. And I like the backstory of, of, of Picard here. Uh, the actual execution was lacking, especially the further on it went. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it it kind of unraveled as it went on. Yeah, I would say the 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 final kind of act, if you will, where Picard's went full sort of like crazy because of what they're doing to yeah. him, and he's on the ship. And it's the others are trying to figure things out, and it's Wesley. Wesley, he's just this Deus Ex Machina device. He comes in and tells him something. Uh, he comes in and says, "Oh, by the way, those those uh, waves, those weird patterns, and you know the, the the brain waves or whatever that Picard's got from his scan, those are conveniently very similar to the things that are coming from the Ferengi ship. The signals coming, so they you know they put two and two together, they find the orb in the, in the chest." I thought this whole thing felt just kind of rushed. Like, this entire... Them realising it, them... And even Riker talking him down, because, you know, Picard's almost going to fire on him. He's like, hey, Picard, the orb, you have to shoot the orb, this is not you. You know, he just kind of shouts that a few times, and that essentially is enough to get him to kind of snap out of it and, like, destroy the the orb so that he's he's fine. Um, And then, you know, we actually don't even get to see him back on the ship. He just kind of beams away, and that's when we cut to the exterior and the credits start playing. It's It's a very abrupt ending, I thought. It is, yeah. Um... Um, I, I, I like the idea, I like how they phrase though that the rest of the Ferengi kind of like, you know, take over from the captain, they arrest them. And they yeah, say, they, uh, they they commit some mutiny. Yeah, I mean, is it mutiny when your captain becomes a criminal? Is that still classed as mutiny? I, I think it still is. Really, that, that, that whole, I don't know what you call it, but you know, when the captain's unfit to be in command anymore, so the first takes over, like, that's yeah, not a mutiny yeah, it's though. A, it, it's not in a military ship, but the Ferengi don't have military procedures like that. They don't have the okay. power to relieve them of command, I, I would have assumed. Uh, okay, well, that's a fair point, yes. It's a different race, so they have different rules. But um, So I'm going to go with mutiny. Okay. I guess it's just because mutiny has this negative connotation where the mutineers are in the, in the wrong because they're... Uh, no? I mean, I don't know. Not necessarily. Yeah, because we're on their side here because they're, they're on the right side here. They're, they're made, they, the captain's they are, the villain. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I liked how Raker put it that they 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 arrested them for this because they they, they saw no was it no commercial no value what it was, yeah yeah and, and and what he was doing it was all just for vengeance which is against their code and it's like yeah that's quite a funny to me um yeah it's it's almost like the Ferengi aren't evil they're just they're just completely neutral and they're just based on this rule of money. And if it's something that's financially beneficial, they'll be on your side. And if it isn't, they won't be. So so what you're saying is. This Switzerland. <laughs> I was worried with how offensive what you were about to say was going to be. That wasn't too bad, but yeah, 
<laughs> I thought that was pretty tame. Yeah, I wasn't too bad. I was worried though. I thought you might go somewhere. Um, but that's okay. Yes. yes. I'm not gonna lie. Some other things crossed my mind. Um, but, but yeah. So it was an okay episode. Like it wasn't a, b- a bad episode. It wasn't like laughably bad. It wasn't like making me go, "Oh, this is terrible." No, I didn't hate watching this one by any means. Um, they tried to buy data. Probably... Actually, that was another funny moment. They tried to buy data. They did, yeah. This is probably in the upper half of the the ones we've seen so far. Yeah, it's not, it's not been a high bar, admittedly, so far, but no, no. Yeah. But this one's it's fine. It's pretty standard. I I could get through a season of these. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty standard. A couple of funny moments, a couple of character beats that we're amusing. Um, still no Raker sitting down yet. The the, the Raker, mm. and I I seen some clips of it. I know what I'm looking for. Oh, I haven't. I haven't looked yet. He does this thing where he steps over the back of the chair. Does he do it to to his chair, or is it just other chairs? No, it's not the chair on the, because he can't do it in the bridge because there's no like it's just way it's way he can walk up behind a chair. He kind of like steps over it. Okay. And sits down. So we're not talking like stools here. We're talking chairs with a back. Chair with a back. Yeah. I mean, he does it to stools as well, but I mean, it's more normal with a stool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm assuming that, that it has a. He back. swings his leg over the back of the chair. It's, um, it's because he had back problems and it was just easier to sit down that way for him. That's that's why he, the actor that is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it is noticeable. You'll, you'll. I mean, again, when it's a stool, you don't really question it. But when it's a chair with a back, it's like, okay, that's a weird way to sit down in that chair. Yeah, I'm not gonna miss it. <laughs> Okay, good. I'm, I'm still on the lookout. Yeah, Every episode is like, right, give me a damn chair. We're still watching for this Raker sitting down uh, malarkey. So, yeah. I mean, there actually wasn't that much Wesley in this episode. It's just the two scenes that he popped up in. He, he popped in to give some exposition. <laughs> it was kind of weird. It's really annoying, isn't it? Yeah, he also has that weird moment where um, after uh, Troy and his mother leave the room, he has this little moment where he goes, oh, adults. Adults, yeah. I, like, I'm like, oh my God. He's such a little twerp. Can we shove him at the airlock, please? Can we do that? At least give him a couple of slaps. <laughs> yeah, Beverly Crusher. Slap him down. He's disciplined, yeah, damn it. He does. I'm not necessarily one for child violence, but I'll make an exception in the case of Wesley Crusher. <laughs> I approve of this message. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but that's, episode, that's episode eight. Um, you know, not, not too bad. Not not amazing, but not too bad either. Some nice ideas, um, yeah. not a tedious one at all. So, well, what's next time? Next time, yes, episode nine. We do this now, don't we? You you, you forgot again, didn't you? I'll remember episode nine. Oh, it's called Hayden Q. So Q's oh, back. Okay. Uh, it just says here simply, the Enterprise encounters Q again, and he attempts to, he so he tempts Raker by endowing him. <laughs> endowing, I <laughs> see. <laughs> Ray- Raker's dick's going to get twice as big no he tempts Raker by endowing him with the powers of Q oh okay does that let him sit down like a normal person oh, 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 oh uh, who knows um, but I feel that was like really vicious considering he still at the minute sits down yeah we've like not even seen him person. sit down uh, I know, I know. Yet. yeah uh, so Q's back I'm intrigued to see this um, this at least sounds interesting he's given his godlike powers to one of the crew which could prove entertaining. Yeah. I mean, if it was Tasha, everything would be a sex dungeon, but... <laughs> it definitely would. <laughs> I'll be honest, though. It might be with Riker, too. Uh, possibly. Possibly. That, that, you know, endowed comment you made might not be far off the mark. It's funny, actually, because obviously Kirk was the ladies' man on the original series, but it's definitely more Riker in this one. I mean, he's not done anything too Kirky yet, but... You know, it's not Picard. Picard's not this ladies' man. That, 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 that'll that yeah. be Raker. 
Riker's always in there though. Like even this episode, you know, like you said with the, the jokes, like yeah, 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 yeah they yeah. are. They're all right, aren't they? He's got the jokes. Yeah, um, yeah. he was definitely into the the love planet last episode. Yeah, not as much as Tasha, but oh, she was into was. it. <laughs> she was really into it. Uh, Messi's actually kind of a weird teenager in a lot of ways. I feel like a lot of teenage boys at that age would probably be like, oh, okay, gold mine, yes, <laughs> love planet, yes. Where yeah. do I, where do I queue? Yeah, yeah. No, no pun yeah. intended. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it took me an extra second yeah. there to respond. I was like, you? Not... Wait, what? I was like, oh, how you yes. need this cue. Get in line. Get in line. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I got that. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, episode eight. So we'll see you next time for episode nine. Let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below, uh, which, of course, supports us as well as liking and subscribing, but you can support us even more so by going to patreon.com slash TV and signing up and supporting us for a dollar per month or more. Uh, you get these episodes, these Star Trek reviews will be early amongst other things. Uh, you can also get merch at the stores. There's links in the description to both the US and the UK store. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching Star Trek and sci-fi stuff, guys. And to everyone but Connor, live long and prosper. <laughs>